Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, we don't know the official results for Saturday yet. We think we're going to do okay in college football, Major League Baseball. We're going to lose money. Right now, we're one and two. We still have one bet pending on the Dodgers, but we'll update all the results in the show notes. But what a day as a sports fan. That Alabama-Tennessee game, one for the ages. And then how about the fact that I bet the Astros over one and a half runs in the first five? You could have given me 18 innings, and I wouldn't have cashed the ticket. I do feel bad for the Mariner fans, though. They were on their feet for like six hours, 18 innings of baseball, and they could not muster a run. Oh, what a ball game that was. But now let's get to the card for Sunday, and we lead off, of course, in the National Football League. We'll recap our midweek NFL picks from our podcast with Bill in Florida. If you want to listen to the detail on those picks, once again, go back to the podcast from Wednesday. But I'm on the 49ers, minus the five and a half at the Falcons. I'm on the Colts, minus the two against Jacksonville. I'm on the Seahawks, plus the two and a half against Arizona. And I'm on the Chiefs, plus the two and a half against the Bills. I'm also on the Broncos tomorrow night, but we'll talk more about that tomorrow. Now, we're adding two totals to the card. We start with the team that I always get wrong. It's my team, the Minnesota Vikings at the Miami Dolphins. We're going to play the under 45 and a half. So Miami's going to need a big effort on defense to contain the explosive Viking offense. At home this year, the Dolphins, though, have played well defensively. They held the Patriots to seven points, and they held the explosive Buffalo Bill offense to just 19 points. For for Miami, it will be former Kansas State quarterback Skylar Thompson making his NFL debut with Tua and Teddy out in this game. Minnesota has had to rally late the last three weeks to not only win the game, but get the total to the over. The Vikings' last three outdoor road games, not good. Seven points, 10 points, and 17 points. I expect this to be an ugly game, a lot of clock moving. Let's go under between Miami and Minnesota, under the 45 and a half. Next up, it's another under. We're going to play the Carolina Panthers at the LA Rams under the 41 and a half points. So Carolina fired their coach on Monday. Former XFL quarterback PJ Walker will try his hand at the helm of the 32nd ranked offense in the NFL. Walker is 7-0 as a starter over the last three years between the XFL and the NFL, but he's going to face a hungry Ram D coming off back-to-back losses to San Francisco and Dallas. Toss the Falcons game out, and the Rams have averaged only 12 points per game in their other four. No acres on Sunday. Maybe the offense finally starts to click, but with the Panther mess and the Ram offense right now, I'm going to make them score to beat me. So I'm going to take Carolina and LA under the 41 and a half. Next up on the card, we got a ton of prop bets this week. We lead off at running back. It's Aaron Jones of Green Bay. Over 61 and a half yards rushing. 
So the Jets are giving up over 114 yards per game on the ground. The Packer coaching staff sounds like they regret not running the ball more last week against the Giants. I expect a major commitment to the run on Sunday, so I'm taking Jones to the over 61 and a half. Next up, it's running back Jeff Wilson for San Francisco, over 65 and a half yards rushing. So the Falcons are giving up 4.6 yards per carry. Wilson is averaging 5.1 yards per carry and has gone over this total in each of the last four games. I'm projecting the 49ers once again to be protecting the lead late. Translation, lots of touches. So I'm going to take Wilson once again over the 65 and a half yards rushing. Next up, another running back. It's Daryl Henderson of the LA Rams over the 55 or 59 and a half yards rushing. Wish it was 55, but it's 59 and a half. With no acres, Daryl Henderson should finally get some love, and he gets his opportunity against the Panthers, who are giving up almost 138 yards per game on the ground. So once again, we're going to play Henderson over the 59 and a half yards rushing. Next up, we got a wide receiver for just a moment. It is going to be Chase Claypool of Pittsburgh over three and a half receptions at a minus 110. I expect the Steelers to be down and passing most of the game. Johnson is at five and a half receptions. Pickens is at four and a half receptions. And Claypool, all of course for the Steelers here, is at three and a half. Claypool had nine targets and five catches last week against the Bills. That was more targets than Pickens and the same receptions as Johnson. So I feel there's value here on the over three and a half. So we're playing Claypool over the three and a half receptions at a minus 110. Next up, we go to the running back spot again. It is Eno Benjamin of Arizona. We're going to play him over three and a half receptions. So Benjamin has had four targets in four of five games this year with three catches in three of those games. On Sunday, he will be the featured back with Connor out, increasing his workload, of course. Add on the fact that the Cardinals are facing the second worst D in the NFL. That should help us get over this number. So once again, we're going to play Eno Benjamin over the three and a half receptions. Next up at running back, it's Tony Pollard of Dallas over one and a half receptions weighted at a minus 135. So the Cowboys will likely need to throw in this game. If that happens, Pollard should go over this number. He had seven targets and four catches in the competitive game against Cincinnati. He had two catches in the loss to Tampa Bay. Plus, don't be shocked if head coach Mike McCarthy has been working up something special for Pollard for the big showdown against the Eagles. So I'm going to take Pollard, a very talented running back once again, over one and a half receptions at the minus 135. Next up, another running back. It's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, don't trade him yet. Over four and a half receptions, and this is weighted heavily at a minus 165. So P.J. Walker, Walker, Dumped it off to McCaffrey 10 times last year during his lone start. McCaffrey had seven and nine receptions over the last two weeks. I'll bite the hook since I also expect the Panthers to be trailing most of this game. So once again, we're going McCaffrey over the four and a half receptions at a minus 165. Next up at wide receiver, it is Jamar Chase of Cincinnati over 81 and a half yards receiving. Both Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf went over this number last week for Seattle on just five catches. Chase has gone over this number just once this year. This should be a good matchup for Chase to have that breakout game. So once again, I'm going to play Chase over the 81 and a half yards receiving. 
Next up at wide receiver, it's Tyler Lockett of Seattle, over 65 and a half yards receiving. So do you think Tyler Lockett enjoys having Geno Smith at quarterback? Yeah, I think so. He's gone over this number in four straight, five or more receptions in each of those games. And now he faces a Cardinal D that ranks in the bottom 10 against the pass in what should be a high scoring game. So I'm taking Lockett over the 67 and a half yards receiving. Next up, another wide receiver. It's Chris Olave of New Orleans over the 60 and a half yards receiving. So I expect him to go on Sunday. The Saints are going to need him with Thomas and Landry ruled out. Olave has gone over this number in three of five games and was well on pace last week with 54 yards prior to the concussion in the third quarter. So I think this is a sneaky good over game. So I like Alave over the 60 and a half yards receiving. Next up at wide receiver, Rondell Moore of Arizona over 44 and a half yards receiving weighted at a minus 125. So it appears that I'll be watching the Cardinals and Seahawks instead of the Bills and Chiefs based on my wager activity, by the way. Prop stars from the early edge and several others that I respect are on this play. I have fear of missing out, so I'm just going to add it to my card. Once again, Rondell Moore of Arizona over 44 and a half yards receiving. Then I'm going to play a game prop. How about this? I'm 0-4 on the season with these bets. It's time to win one. I'm going to take the Cardinals and the Seahawks, both teams to score a touchdown in each half. I'm going yes at a plus 115. So yes, Cardinals and Seahawks, get me my first game prop win of the year. I need both of you to score a TD in each half. Then we wrap it up with three quarterback unders. Quarterback number one, Kurt Cousins of Minnesota, under 261 and a half yards passing. I'm on the under for the game. Once again, I think it'll be an ugly game. Lots of moving clock. No late magic required for Cousins in this one. So I'm taking Cousins under the 261 and a half. Next up at quarterback, it is Jimmy Garoppolo of San Francisco under the 234 and a half yards passing. No need to pass. Just run the ball. Play good D. No explosive plays required. Don't throw it to Debo. Please don't. He could break something. I'm going Jimmy G under the 234 and a half yards passing. Then the final play on the card, it is at quarterback, Matthew Stafford of the LA Rams, under the 260 and a half yards passing. They should have the lead, limit the fourth quarter yards, run clock, baby, get it to my running back. Help me get to the over with Henderson. Stafford, once again, under the 260 and a half. Then in Major League Baseball, no lines available. I'll post the wagers in the show notes. The current lanes would be the Guardians to the under against Cole, And if the Dodgers won game four, I'll play the Dodgers over in game five. That's my prediction anyway, but I'll post the official baseball plays once again of the show notes. So let's recap the mega card in the National Football League. Once again, we're on the 49ers minus the five and a half. We're on the Colts minus the two. We're on the Seahawks plus the two and a half. We're on the Chiefs plus the two and a half. We're on the Vikings and the Dolphins under the 45 and a half. We're on the Panthers and the Rams under the 41 and a half. Your prop bets, Aaron Jones of Green Bay, over 61 and a half yards rushing. Jeff Wilson of San Francisco, over 65 and a half yards rushing. Daryl Henderson of the Rams, over 59 and a half yards rushing. Chase Claypool for the Steelers, over three and a half receptions. Eno Benjamin for Arizona, over three and a half receptions. Tony Pollard for the Cowboys, over one and a half receptions. 
Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers. We think for the Panthers still over four and a half receptions. Jamar Chase for Cincinnati over 81 and a half yards receiving. Tyler Lockett of the Seahawks over 67 and a half yards receiving. Chris Alave of New Orleans over 60 and a half yards receiving. Rondell Moore of Arizona over the 44 and a half yards receiving. A game prop. We're playing the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Both to score a touchdown in each half. That's at a plus 115. At the quarterback position, we're on Kirk Cousins of Minnesota, under 261 and a half yards passing. We're on Jimmy Garoppolo of the 49ers, under 234 and a half yards passing. We're on Matthew Stafford of the Rams, under the 260 and a half yards passing. Then Major League Baseball, once again, we'll update in the show notes. But that is your mega car for the National Football League on Sunday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.